Yes, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes. I'm excited. I hope you are too, because this is another episode of Dope Made with Love. I am the neighborhood love dealer, and I'm slanging it. I am slanging it. I know it's been a minute since me and you have connect. Just me and you. Just me and you. Yes, I did that. My name ain't Tony, 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 but my name start with a T. So my octave might have been a little bit off. But don't worry about that. If you're sitting in your seat right now, if you're standing up, if you just got a text message from me saying, look, I've been sending you the podcast. What you think? I know you ain't heard of it. This your first time listening. This your last time listening. I'm not sure. But if you listening right now, this is all I'm going to tell you right now. I am the neighborhood love dealer. I slang unconditional love all over the world on every platform that's brought to me, that's known to me right now. On every stage in real life, wherever there's a mic, I'm getting on it to tell somebody that I love their whole life unconditionally. I got a podcast. This is the podcast, Don't Made With Love podcast. I come on here, have co-hosts from time to time, have guests from time to time. We've been on here since, since 2018. And when I say we, you might not hear a crowd of people talking, but the we is me and you. Anybody that's on here that's encouraging this, that's pushing play, hey, 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 don't click off just yet. Give me a chance. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm fresh on the block. I know you ain't used to this yet. But I'm telling you, this is that unconditional love right here. I miss you. I know you miss me. Shout out to the listeners. Shout out to the listeners. I'm on here right now because of you. You press me out. You know what I'm saying? You keep watching, so I keep making this shit. When I get on here, sometimes I was looking like, ain't nobody listening to this. I ain't promoting it right. I ain't doing this right. Don't nobody know. Ain't nobody trying to hear no love. But y'all keep fucking playing it. And the numbers keep going up. Shout out to the co-hosts. Everyone that's ever jumped on this. Y'all all my co-hosts and my guests. But tonight it's about me and you. I'm breaking down something during this month that's been on my heart. I've been thinking of a way to how, how can I relay this, relay this point of view to you guys for a long time. I'm talking about a couple years now. For a couple years now. And we talking about pride. Today I want to talk about pride. Pride. Not the normal sense of pride. And not saying that this pride that I'm about to talk about ain't normal. Because this shit is getting normal. It's basically normal. I'm talking about the rainbow pride. The LGBTQ I don't know, and I'm not going to edit that out because I am a lesbian African-American woman for descriptive purposes only. I didn't even want to fucking say that. (laughs) I did not want to say that out of my mouth. But since I won't fucking get on camera 
and show y'all what it is. I have to describe it through audio, through words. So yes, I'm from the East Coast, Washington, D.C. In my 30s. You know what I'm saying? 80s babies for show. I ain't have to say it like that. I know. <laughs> Don't click off. Don't click off. I'm an 80s baby for show. Dominant female. I take the dominant role in a lesbian relationship. Dominant not being aggressive. Just for descriptive purposes, I wear the guy clothes. I'll tell you, I fell in love with the clothes. Most likely before the girl. I fell in love with the basketball. I fell in love with the art of being. I was a tomboy. Let's just that's I was a tomboy before I was actually, you know, a lesbian. I like what the dudes did, you know, on the prissy stuff and Everything like that, I, I won't say that I don't like it. I just wasn't exposed to it in a, in my household, my immediate household. Meaning, when I looked up to my mom, my mom was a girly girl. But she wasn't, like, into herself like that. Makeup, you know, we can, we, I can get into some other shit, but that's another episode, and that's a special episode about my lifestyle, about my childhood, my coming into my journey, adoption, things like that. But this is not for that. This is about pride. I want to talk to you guys about pride. And I was just setting the setting the stage. You can only hear my voice. And I know I got a nice little voice that make you, you know what I'm saying? Make you feel like, you know, I was I was a hit. I probably was would have been a hit on the uh on the sex line. You know what I'm saying? You know that little joke. Now I ain't, I ain't, don't get it twisted. I got a smile of, of, of gold and diamond. Like my smile break atmospheres, but I've never been that, you know, that pretty girl. I'm not, I'm not for descriptive person purposes. I'm not the girl that I'm attracted to. And I'm gonna let that marinate. I'm gonna let that marinate in your head. Don't you goddamn say oh oh don't think of no this is not no self-esteem shit it's just i'm not a baddie <laughs> and it's okay i'm not the baddie i i i, I come through on, on my on my yeah you know i'm the cool like cool guy friend fly little guy friend at times <laughs> i promise y'all i'm gonna get to the visuals one day real soon don't don't get it don't get it twisted we're going to have a visual podcast so you can actually match this voice to a face. Um, when I talk my love and, you know, my aura and my energy in real life, you've never experienced this in real life over the mic. Me talking to you over the mic, I don't, I'm don't. i not sure what you feel. And I'm not being arrogant and saying that you feel so enlightened and this is a, you know, like that. But I, I know shit. I know it feel make you feel like something. At this point in my life, I understand my gift, and I'm harnessing in on it. So, but back to the pride. I'm a dominant female in a relationship. I grew up on the East Coast, mid-30s, 80s babies, blah, 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 woo-dee-woo. So, growing up, 
Pride wasn't like pride. Pride was more like an event for my culture. The party, you know, we had Black Pride. We go to Baltimore, Philly, uh, Richmond. You know, Richmond had always had something down King's Dominion Pride Union Station. It was always set, always something set up for gay people where I'm from in in Washington D.C. So I was never like not shunned away from it. It was it. I, I I always thought that <clears throat> the organizations and the committees and the po- political rights and movements and protests and things like that were for like the right right not 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 the right rights but just trying to get married um, your loved one your partner gets sick you have rights to them health wise and power of attorney wise and making business decisions and things that married people do you know what i'm saying you know how you married people do it's a it's a business but you need to be recognized as you know this my lover fuck what you talking about i i do the same thing as this man and this woman do over here but we just different you know what i'm saying i was i understood that and amongst other things criminal rights, protection rights against, you know, hate crimes, things like that. I understood. But this shit now, it's just, once it's gotten into the corporate hands, it's took a mind of its own. It's running on autopilot. You know, it's already a division between the community within itself. But now we have like, extra on top of it now i'm gonna give y'all a hot 30 tonight just a hot little 30 just a little something because i want to make a full expression i don't know if you hear my little chair squeaking in the background but like i said we, we look we gonna fucking we coming up i ain't got nothing to hide i ain't in the penthouse suite yet in the you know multimedia studio yet so you're going to hear some things, but listen, all right, Tyrain, shit, relax. I get, I, you know, I get pumped up, get the moving and shit. Let me work the kinks out, <laughs> put some background music on, put some background music on. But this shit has gotten a mind of its own. And from the labels to the... How you address people, like not it's it's fucking with me, y'all, because now I'm involved. I used to just be able to just be me, look how I look, you know what I'm saying? Deal with who I deal with, and see, I never just I never been out there like felt like I needed to show you who the fuck I fuck with, you know what I'm saying? It should be obvious in in my case. Just in my case, y'all. Just in my case. I always looked at it. It should be obvious. And I don't want to like, you know, I'm not trying to be like separated from this shit. So it should be obvious that I don't like girls. So, and I don't want to be separated from this shit. So I don't, shouldn't have to wear like a rainbow or a label or a tag or anything to let you know who I am. Yes, the clothes makes a difference. And that's a conversation with itself when it comes to like my type of 
uh, lesbian and men, black men. I'm only going to speak to, to, to my culture, not to my culture, but on behalf of my experiences with my culture. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a real, like, it's a real thing within our community that we're not really paying attention to that shit. We wasn't. But now the, like, the the whole brand of this shit is starting to overflow over here. And a lot of us don't fucking like it. Not like, for real. I, I, I don't know if I'm speaking by myself, for myself, but I don't mind. But a lot of people that I know, we're not really fucking with it. We just want to do what we do. What was done was done. I can get married to my my girl or get married to my dude as a man or, you know, do the necessary things. But all this tiptoeing around shit, got people walking around on eggshells. What should I call you? What do you want to be addressed as? And then me, you know, I probably, conf- you know, fuck them up any more, even more because I'm like, well, what the fuck do I sound like? <laughs> the fuck do I sound like? Don't I sound like, do you see these two things on my chest? These ain't fucking water balloons. It's a girl. And that's your mama got one. And I'm the, you know, I'm different. I've always tried. I've, I've, I've never been a follower. I've never liked to be the same within the crowd. Even if we on the same type of time, I got to do a different. Or I just don't want to be around. I never like to be grouped in when it came to the community. In high school, it was always like just groups of, of girls. So you knew. If you played basketball, you know, you knew eight times out of ten, at least a couple of the cheerleaders was fucking with the basketball players as a girl, the girl basketball players. If one of the girl or a couple of the girl basketball players wasn't gay at the time, you knew probably by the end of their high school career, if they were still balling, they probably was going to have a little girlfriend. <laughs> That's how that shit was, you know, in the 2000s. It's not like back in the day. I'm talking about like in the 2000s and recently. Like, then a lot of shit, like, it, it was, it was, let me explain to y'all. It's a it's a very different culture when it comes to the African American pride and the pride in its totality. And I think that that shit is starting to cross over, and a lot of people are using their pride and forgetting about who the fuck they really are. Like what? Like. We're using it against everything. Comedians can't joke about it. You know what I'm saying? Certain certain bombs you drop in wording, you can't, you know, you're getting crucified for. Even though it is celebrities that saying little things and getting caught about it. Like, what about the comic sections? Now that's creating havoc in the comic, comic sections amongst everyday people. Like people in the real fucking world. Yeah, some robots, some bullshit, but people in the real fucking world that's having these conversations. That's why I'm saying in the beginning, like, this shit ain't missing you. This shit is on your radar. And me being the person that I am, I'm slightly fucking offended that I have to be a part of this without 
been a part of it because I spent all my life in this lifestyle all the time, not all my life. Cause that's, that's something different too. I chose to be like this. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I don't have the data or, you know, scientific analysis that <laughs> I was born like this, but I know for sure that I fucking used to look at women like, all right, she cute. But if I was a boy, I would, that would be my girlfriend, but that was like, not on the premise of me actually saying like, oh, I want to be a fucking nigga. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, y'all. Not I'm sorry, but if you a fan of the show, if even if you're new to the show, let me put it back out there. When I say that word, sometimes it'll come out. It's a person, place, a thing. It's like a noun. It could be anything. Like, like the Bernie Mac shit, motherfucker. That shit, it can be anything. It can mean anything. It's not a... But like I'm saying, that that particular I'm talking about a man. I wasn't trying to be a man. You know what I'm saying? So I made the, the I made the choice to to do it with the with the lust on top of it and with the environment around me seeming comfortable because it was coming out like people were, you know, my peers was being gay. It was cool. I was I I used to go to Kafka school, so that was always talked about not being it. And I went to public school, tenth grade year, and that shit was out. So all the shit that I used to think about, that shit was cool. And I never like I told you before, I never really liked to be a girly girl. So it just kinda like just matched up. But it's no offense to the people that say that they were born with them, it's a choice. That's why I'm trying to give y'all a perspective of that whole LGBTQ, because it's different stories. People, this shit is, it can't be generalized. I, I think that's that's what I'm trying to say. I don't like the fact that, and I don't want to say I don't like the fact, because I don't want to, you know, attract that, but I prefer that it not be generalized. I understand that it had to be for certain things and businesses and laws and stuff to get passed and rectified and things like that to help people. But all this extra shit, it, 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 I cringe when I hear heterosexual people have to like excuse themselves the way they talk. Like people don't even excuse themselves in real life for real people. Like just to say, excuse me, walking in front of a motherfucker. And that means tell me when I, if I say something slight, you automatically like, what's, what's the, why is it just, a correlation for that and not just for like unconditional, like for people, period. That's why I get it like, I get it fucked up that, because I'm like, damn, why can't people just act like that? Like normally, like, <laughs> why do I do it for a label? And let's get in, that's why I want to get into the labels. Like, who are you without the label? My people, my community. Like, if, if it wasn't an LGBT, like, although, if it, just say if it never would have been that, who was you going to be? You still would have been you, whatever your name is personally. Whatever your mission was personally. Not to say that that being adopted wasn't a sign as well. But I'm just saying, without that, you still would have had to learn how to be you. Find you as a person, man. 
Just like being black or being fat or being short or being poor or being rich or being adopted or molested or all these fucking labels. Are we tired of the labels? Aren't we tired of the labels? I'm sick of the labels. Even even putting a label on not being a label is a fucking label. Like, come on. Just be you. What is your name? Who are you? Where are you from? What do you do? What do you like? How are you feeling? It's like we just use these labels as an excuse whether or not to love someone unconditionally or, or conditionally. Or fuck with them conditionally. Or not fuck with them. You know what I'm saying? It's like, what would you do without a label? What would you do? Who would you be without your label? I would still be Tom Rain if 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 this podcast shit left, internet, you off. I still be spreading love in real life. If, I, if no one ever murmured a word, I love your whole life. Gives a fuck. You know what I'm saying? If I turn bleach white, I just got a skin disease or something. Like, I'm still going to be, you know, me. We got to learn and be gracious on ourselves to be, be okay with ourselves just being us, being me. Just be me. Get in that mirror sometimes and learn you, like me, with all the bullshit and everything. And then we learn how to adopt the people. It breaks my heart on the low. Not break my heart, but you know what I mean. It fucks me up when I have to hear people tiptoe around that subject. Can't say this, or this will offend this, or this and that, and this and that. But when it comes to just some regular day-to-day shit, I'm talking about in traffic. You won't even let you you won't even let that person over, man. But if somebody was watching and that person was gay, or if you was a white person and that person was black, or something that was a stigma or, or a cause, or like you, you would be on time for. It. You'd be up the bat for it. I ain't come here to wrap y'all up. Y'all know me. It's been a minute, so I wanted to drop some jewels. But what's your pride like? Pride for yourself. Like, I'm talking to everybody. I'm talking to myself. I'm going to run this shit back and listen to it. And how that chair squeaking in the background. (laughs) But for real, what would you do without your labels? What, how much pride would you have without your labels? Why does it have to be labels? The divisiveness. Why well, have to separate? Like, so what you this? But not just like, so what you transgender or in that, in that box. But so what you're a man? So what you're a female? So what you're a kid? So what you're, you're, like, you're a soul. You're a human being. You can click off if you want to. It's time to sling that love. I'm just telling you on some real shit. 
I showed my pride this weekend unconditionally. Let me tell you what I did, how I was vibrating. I went to Pride Weekend. If you know me, you know I'm like, I don't, I, I, I won't say I don't. I just have not part- participated in the events in a long time. When I was a little younger in my 20s, you know, we'd go out, be more, you know, Black Prize and all that. You know what I'm saying? It just changed with the, it just changed. You know how sometimes it go, them, them heavy hitters. You might go out there. I just don't hang with a group of of the community like I used to. I don't have a, a lot of gay female friends like I used to. And um, I got invited out. So I rode my cousins and her friends. Got it started. Went downtown, Cleveland. Soon as we get in to the uh, meeting area, everybody outside, stands and tents and food trucks, whatever, everything by out there, DJ. I'm feeling like, okay, but it's a different dif- demographic than them, what I'm used to. This is actual pride events. So even walking from the parking lot is kids and rainbow is, you know, it's not black pride. Like I said, this is like the real pride. So not to say we don't have the real pride, but this is pride pride. You know what I mean? The sponsored pride, corporation pride. I got to work one day and I saw the, the fact that my job sponsored that pride. So I had somebody on the mic ask about speakers. Say all the speakers that's supposed to go on at 150 come to the stage. I look at my cuz. I'm like, I'm about to get on the mic. She like, I bet. And I'm looking at her like, I bet. So we go over there, walk over to the stage. Of course, I go to the to the black girls who I relate, you know, see what we really do. I go to them. I tell them what I'm trying to do. I said, I heard somebody trying to get on the mic. Um, I heard the announcement for speakers getting on the mic. So they pointed me to Eric. Eric, shout out to Eric, shirt, shirt. I don't know if I was trying to say yerp or shirt, whatever, but the earth. Shout out to Erk. Um, white guy. Little short guy, little lovable. Just put him right in your pocket type guy. I meet him. I'm like, I heard you looking for speakers. As I walked up, I started to realize it's a protocol. And, um, you know, I just want to get on the mic and spread some love. I spread love for a living. He's like, um. He's looking at his clipboard. As I look down at the clipboard, it's hella names, like, in professional. Names scratched out. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's really a protocol. Like, meaning you might have had to sign up a year prior. Like, this is a real event. This ain't, <laughs> this ain't just, like, no block party around the way, a couple streets blocked off. Nah, this this is, we downtown, lawn area. It's over, it seems like it's about a couple thousand people down there already. And it's early, so he's looking, and I'm like, I spread love for him. I just want to get on the mic and say some love. He's looking like, he's looking at me like, uh, but he also looking at me like, I don't think I can tell you no. I feel it. I feel it in my spirit. So he's like, well, uh, I got, I think I can get you like three minutes. I'm like, all I need is 30 seconds. He's like, oh, bet. So I'm like, all I'm going to say is, 
I'm the neighborhood love dealer. I slang unconditional love for a living. If nobody told you today, I love your whole life. And I'm out. He turned around, looked at me. He said, that's fucking great. I needed to hear that. Like this, you know what I'm saying? Like for real. I was vibrating. I felt that. Like, let me just get on the mic, man. Show my pride. Like, not just pride, but my love. Like, let me show a difference. So we up there. In the crowd, a couple speakers come on. Then this other speaker, you know, organization came. They were advocating for like real shit, nonprofit, come get tested, you know, the real information. DJ was just on not too long ago. So, you know, the crowd kind of dispersed. Information come, you know how people come. So I stayed around a little bit. My people like, well, let's just, you know, walk around a little bit. We had just kind of got there. I told you the spirit of the moment. I go down the hill. But bigger stage was down there, a lot more people. We come back, probably was down there for about 30 minutes. I come back, he looked at me, he like, we were calling you. I'm like, uh. that's all I did though, in my head. I was like, uh. he's like, I think we can still get you one. I was like, is it is it too late? And I'm giving like humble, like, oh man, I was just, I wasn't, I'm one trying to say like, I was just down there, I didn't know what time, I make no excuses. So I was like, he's like, but I think, I think, I think, I think we can get you, we can still get you. I'm like, it's divine timing. You know, this love is divine timing. He was like, you know what? You're right. Maybe it wasn't time for you to go on earlier because the crowd had came back. Yes, the crowd came back. It was a little bigger crowd. So then DJ come on a little bit. A couple speakers came on. One of the speakers, she did a poem. Another speaker was a Black Lives Matter uh, representative for Cleveland, Ohio cousin them you know making sure everything good all of a sudden he like you next like, so i get on stage she like introduced me first when i walked over there they asked me like what's your name how you want to be introduced i was like i'm tyrene i'm just moving on to our tc just gave him some slight she's like well what you gonna say and i'm like well i'm gonna tell him that but i told eric before and i was like i'm just gonna speak from the heart so i go in there i say my spill i go in there first of all y'all <laughs> <laughs> it's the biggest, like, it's not just it's people at the stage, but like I said, it's big, it's a lot of people out there, period, and the speakers is loud. So no matter if you at the stage, which it was a good amount of people, but it's everybody, anybody could hit me regardless, regardless, paying attention or not. That's how I'm looking at it. Then I, I um, start talking, telling what I do on the neighborhood, love that I slang love for a living. And I'm like, for real, if you want to see the full video, definitely on my TikTok at I at the real I-L-Y-W-L. I'm trying to tell you, I spoke life. I told her I only 30 seconds. I got up there and just know when I got off stage, I like blacked out. But just know when I got off stage, I was embraced by the elders. People were clapping and I was just like telling them like I really just spread love. I'm from the hood. Just basically trying to implant that this and just you can like dream your dream. No matter what your dream is, my my dream is to spread love all over the world and show my pride. You know what I'm saying? I ain't say that part because I, I kept it unconditional. I ain't let them know like, oh, I'm here and I only feel comfortable because of what I may look like. They might have thought that, but I ain't even on that type of time. I wasn't even hip that this was going on. I ain't I wasn't paying attention to this. I was just trying to, you know, hang with my cousin for the day, and that's what they wanted to do. 
But I know I, I know what I do when I do when I spread that love. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying that to say, like, really dream your dream. And also, man, learn. Learn to live without some labels. Because I think it's the labels that's really holding us back and, and causing so much confusion. It's the labels. Like, just be yourself. And that's just for the op- people on the opposite end. They're having a hard time understanding what this is as well. Just let it be. No, nobody touching you, putting their hands on you, trying to directly influence you. It's a way that you can control what you see, what you hear, what you digest. You can be in a room full of chaos. That don't mean you have to turn, you know, turn into chaos. When I when I enter a room or a place of chaos, I'm still peaceful. I'm trying to break that atmosphere and become peaceful. You know what I'm saying? You can do that shit. And show your pride. Y'all know I love everybody on here. I'm just trying to drop some gems. You know, I'm the neighborhood love dealer. I sling that love all over the world unconditionally. This is the Don't Make With Love show. Again, love yourself. Learn to live without some labels. Learn to live without the labels. And remember, everything always works out. And the demons are having against the party. And they're giving out free tickets. Dress, they dress to impress, disguised in success, come in all colors of the flesh. Please don't get caught slipping. Nobody told you today, I love your whole life. This from me to you. Hope you tune in. Leave a voicemail. And if I can ask for anything, let me get this in. Let me get this in. I'm asking for anything. I'm in a magazine. I let that manifest. I'm in a magazine on Amazon, JC Magazine. Go on uh, IG, Don't Made With Love. You can see all that. But also, if I'm asking for anything, I'm asking for your peace of mind and open-mindedness and understanding and joy and knowing that you can get rich inside and everything else will follow. All right? All right. This is the Don't Made With Love show. I am the neighborhood love dealer. Nobody told you today. You know I love your whole life. Clap it up for yourself, man. I'll be on the radio on Amp. Follow me and we out.